Hey, Gravity Formers, it's Monday, December 11th. End of the year updates are here, some clips from the summit, and a bit of a holiday break. It's Breakdown, a Gravity Forms podcast. The last time you heard my voice, I was prompting you to tune in to the first ever Gravity Forms Summit, specifically developed for agencies and freelancers using Gravity, but also looking to get a comprehensive outlook on growing a digital services business. We invited our certified developers and other agency partners to share their lessons with you while providing some valuable takeaways you could implement into your business. Here's a few clips from the live stream, which was recorded to YouTube, and I'll link the show in the show notes. Let's just jump right into it and start talking about some of these strategies and things that you can do with Gravity Forms in order to close more sales. Our goal with any sales process is to make it easier for prospects, for customers to do business with us. Our job is to remove as much friction from those initial stages of relationship with our customers so that they feel like we are a genuine part of their organization with their goals being our goals as well. It's fun, it's exciting, but it's tough. Internal projects can be just as hard. Complex requirements always seem to extend beyond core plugin functionality. It's not like you only have one project on your plate either. You're always juggling a few. So many projects, there's so little time. You can't afford to dig in and figure out the most perfect solution for every problem because you have deadlines. And after those deadlines, you have new projects starting soon. But you're not here to complain. You're here to get the job done. And that's why you're listening to this bearded fellow tell you about Gravity Wiz and how we can help you conquer any project on time and in style. I enjoyed hosting the live stream and look forward to doing it again in 2024. If you attended the summit and have some specific feedback for what you'd like to see next year, go ahead and email me, matt at gravityforms.com. Additionally, I'm looking for more feedback from users that leverage Gravity Forms to sell stuff online. It could be digital goods, a membership, or anything, really. I'd like to hold a couple of interviews for the podcast, highlighting how Gravity might power your e-commerce experience. End users and agencies are welcome. I'm going to link a short three-question form to fill out in the show notes. Fill out that form, and I'll reach out to you for an interview. Updates are here. The team is preparing to get some final updates to Gravity Forms before the Christmas break hits. As for this podcast, you won't hear me until the end of January 2024. Yes, that's right. Breakdown will take a short holiday break whilst I indulge in too much eggnog. Gravity Forms 2.8 is out, fingers crossed. By the time I release this episode, it brings one of my favorite updates as of late, Compact View, inside the form editor window. Gone are the days of endlessly scrolling or getting lost in a deluge of form fields. Users can now collapse fields for an improved navigation experience. Gravity SMTP Beta 1 has officially graced your dashboard. Log in and download it to your staging sites or playground sites. I don't recommend you use it on a production-ready site yet unless you plan on sending us lots of feedback. Gravity SMTP will help you effectively and safely deliver emails leaving your WordPress website, whether it's your forms notification emails or your user password modification notice. Delivering emails is important to your business, and we're ramping up to help you with that experience, especially when you're using the Gravity Forms plugin. 2024 is going to be a great year for Gravity Forms, and we're happy to have you here with us. 
But we're not done with that holiday cheer either. We've got a range of updates to your favorite add-ons here at Gravity Forms. Here's a list of updates that you might have missed. ConvertKit 1.0 was released. Stripe 5.3 and possibly 5.4 today was also released. Turnstile 1.1 if you're looking for a CAPTCHA alternative. Chained Selects 1.7. Conversational Forms 1.2. Polls 4.2. And PayPal Checkout 3.0. Make sure you're running the latest and greatest of those add-ons above. And if you want to be the first in line to try out our new beta downloads, join the beta program at gravityforms.com beta. In our behind-the-scenes segment here at Gravity Forms, I'm interviewing veteran support engineer Chris Hager. I joke that he's been here so long that Gravity Forms built the office around him, and that was almost the case. If you ever had the pleasure to meet Chris through your support portal, you know how dedicated he is to solving Gravity Form issues and helping you, our beloved customer. So let's go behind the scenes of support with Chris. I hope you enjoy this interview segment, and I'll see you in the new year. Hey, Chris, welcome to Breakdown. Hi, Matt. Thank you. Thank you for having me. An aptly named podcast for somebody who works on the support side of Gravity Forms. Breakdown. <laughs> haven't been any breakdowns lately, so we're doing okay. What do you think makes Gravity Forms support different than most? Let me hit you with the heavy-handed question first. Right Don't off, worry. Our, our bosses are not listening to this. <laughs> not yet. What makes us different? I think the amount of experience that we have with the product and with WordPress in general is probably what makes us different. I don't think we're faster than other people, but I believe our responses are much higher quality than a lot of the support you get. It's something that our customers, heck myself included, because I'm a 10 plus year, we ought to hand out plaques to our customers. Now, now that I think about it, like if you're a 10 year customer, you get a little crystal plaque that you <laughs> that you can put up but i think our customers expect this from us we've been in the business for so long do you think our customers are a different type of of plugin user than most seasoned more been around the block a bit more than most or are a lot of us getting a lot of new or a lot of their interactions new users getting into the game of wordpress yeah it changes the customers that we have since gravity forms was the first paid plugin for WordPress, I think they expect a higher level of support just for that fact. So that's one thing. The second part of that would be that I believe our customers are expecting, how do I put it? Because they've been doing it for so long, they've evolved their solutions quite a bit and they're very complex integrations at this point. So when they get stuck, they're really stuck and they need us because they've been doing this on their own for 10 minutes or 10 minutes for 10 years. And they really just need us to get this, them out of a jam, you know, or where they, they've just gotten stuck. And there are there are some that who have only used it for 10 minutes, right? And that experience is, yeah. is quite different. You know, what do you wish maybe WordPress, the software did differently, if anything, that made that experience a little bit better for that 10 minute person. Hey, I just got this thing. Some, I was at a word, I was at this meetup and somebody said, you got to use gravity forms. It's the, it's the best. It's the most trusted, but they are really wrestling with the, with, with WordPress itself. Do you, do you have a, a feeling you wake up to every day? Man, man, I wish WordPress just did this instead. I don't actually with WordPress. I, I think it, it's not a cohesive experience. You, you install WordPress, you, you're faced with the dashboard. You don't know what to do from there necessarily. 
So I don't focus too much on that, but I do focus on, you know, what we, our customers see with Gravity Forms. And we've, you know, we've added installation wizard, a couple major versions back, which is a big leap forward. So you get a screen right off the bat, you enter your key, answer a few questions, and now you've got form templates to start right away just by clicking. So I think it's much easier now than it used to be. And, you know, the, the 10 minute user that we sometimes run across that happens a lot right around this time of year with the Thanksgiving Black Friday sale, we end up with a whole bunch of new customers that maybe haven't been using WordPress for very long. They know they need to use Gravity Forms, they install it, and then they come to us. And those questions are great because we get to, you know, that's kind of our wheelhouse is explaining the basics of how things work. So it's very easy for us to answer those and help those people out and get them started right away. They built the Gravity Forms office around you, right? You've been here that long. <laughs> How long I, have you been here? I've been here since 2011. Wow. Before the office was built, I was there. When <laughs> we were in Kevin's house. Yeah. So, and uh, Dana's desk was under the stairs. So, um, <laughs> so you've seen uh, you've seen a thing or two. You've seen the evolution of not only Gravity Forms, WordPress, but the but the end user, right? Expectations and and what they're building with with software. You've seen quite a roller coaster ride. Yeah, we have. Um, I was thinking about that question a lot. You know, the people who've been using Gravity Forms a long time have really built some impressive systems around that. And they've got, you know, hundreds of thousands of entries and all these integrations tied up with CRMs and payments and, and things like that. So when they come to us for help, they, they're really stuck. You know, they've been using it a long time and it's been working great, but now they've run into some problem that they need our support for. So those are the, those are the ones that we're kind of getting now on top of the, the very simple, hey, I just installed WordPress and I just installed Gravity Forms. What do I do now? It's one of the things that I know we we are challenged with. I'm not going to speak for uh, product uh, and engineering, but from the marketing side, like we look at other solutions that are out there, especially solutions that have only been out on the market for a year, a couple of years, right? And they are they're their customers, their end users aren't even scratching the surface to the complexity of what some people are using Gravity Forms for. Gravity Forms quite literally is the infrastructure or the plumbing, if you will, for a lot of like SaaS-based apps we've seen, right? People are building these, it's connecting, it's communicating, it's storing data, it's sending data. It is not just a contact form, which makes your job particularly challenging. I, I'd imagine when somebody comes knocking on the door with a super complex thing, do you have a a war story that of, of or just an example of something that was like, wow, I can't believe you have built that with Gravity Forms? Yeah, we do get those quite a bit. And I'm trying to think of an example specifically, you know, built around that. We acquired Gravity Flow last year. So we're seeing a lot more complex integrations like you just described with all of these steps and all of these integrations. And I don't get too much involved in the gravity flow side of things, but I know they're building some crazy integrations over there. What we're seeing now is when there is a bug, this isn't to answer your question specifically, but what we're seeing is that a customer has, has built a system and it's this complex interaction of things that have to happen for this bug to surface. So it's something that we couldn't possibly have tested for, but when these three or four different things happen, you know, that's the kind of problem they come to us with now. So that's what makes the job a little more challenging. The future of Gravity Forms, of course, is bright. We're not going to give away any secrets, but we have Gravity SMTP that we talk about quite often, add-on after add-on. It's not going to get easier. 
<laughs> right? No. You will be supporting more and more in the future. How often do you see a unique problem show up? Because I'm sure you've seen it all. When are you hit with something new that you've never seen before? I think that still happens every day. We do see a lot of the same problems. Th those are the easy ones. Those are the easy ones to knock out. But we're seeing, like I explained, these complex inter a complex payment form. And when you have additional payment methods enabled and you've got a trial set up and you have conditional logic that only happens on certain times, then you see this bug or even could be a bug in something like Chrome, which we just fixed, where a certain set of circumstances resulted in the field in the form being cleared when you updated the payment total, for example. So it's very, these complex integrations are a little bit harder to troubleshoot. So I think every day I see something new and I learn a lot from the other people in support, actually, you know, just following tickets that I haven't seen before, seeing how they've resolved it or what they, you know, what troubleshooting steps they've taken to, to get to the source of the problem. There's a feature coming in uh, Gravity Forms 2.8, uh, Compact View. I yes. can't wait for that. I'm sure <laughs> as you're debugging more complex form fields, something like that is uh, a welcomed feature uh, to come, it's great. <laughs> come to Gravity Forms. It's great. Uh, yeah. We have a customer that, you know, talking about these longtime customers, we have a customer that has a personal license from probably 10 years ago have this complex form. They're in your area, actually, on the East Coast. And they have this super complex form. Everything's arranged into columns. There's conditional logic. They're editing the form all the time. In this compact view, I sent them a copy of the, the beta release before it came out. And they're like, this is great. This is, you know, this is definitely addressed some of the issues we were having with editing these gigantic forms, which were very messy. So that, for me, that's the biggest the biggest feature in 2.8 that yeah. I'm looking forward to. Do you have a favorite add-on to work with? Something that, you know, somebody comes through and says, oh, I'm trying to make these custom post types. And you're like, oh, I know this one really. This is my favorite one to work in. Like, this is my zone. Do you have one? Yeah, the CRM add-ons, all of them, and and the, the Zap, Zapier add-on, those are probably my favorite because you can manipulate the data that Gravity Forms has collected and modify it in some other way before sending it to that service. So any of our add-ons allow for that, but those specifically, I like um, taking that information. Like Constant Contact may need a date in a specific format and we collect in a different format. So we can give them the filter that they need to modify that before they send it to the service. So I prefer those. We have a Slack channel uh, for support. We have many Slack channels and I often see uh, folks from our support team like post um, you know, uh, customers saying like, oh, I really appreciated that help. We couldn't, you know, couldn't have done this without you kind of thing. I think those moments right there, when you're sending data from Gravity Forms to another service, right? You're enabling somebody to do something that makes them feel really powerful. 15 years ago, you needed a developer to do that, right? Even pre-Gravity right. Forms. And do you ever see, I know customers may praise you on the support side, but do they ever say, you ever see any of those praises of like the software? Like, man, this melt, this made me feel powerful. Like I felt like a developer or this made me achieve something that I never thought was possible. Like taking this data and sending it to constant contact, man, you just saved me 25 hours of work. Yeah. You ever see those come through? We don't, we don't get that comment very often, but we do, we do see that where, especially when, when Zapier was introduced and we introduced our Zapier add-on, just 
how it enabled you to integrate the data you collected on your site with any service you wanted to really. And then Zapier has improved and they actually have an AI tool now where you can kind of just type in what you want and it will create the Zap for you, which, you know, for add-ons that don't exist in Gravity Forms, you can use Zapier to connect to all these additional services. So I think that's the one that makes us feel most powerful and Gravity Forms feel most powerful because you can send your data anywhere at that point. Chris, thanks for hanging out today. Folks who are listening, sometimes uh, you might get a reply from Chris and I'm sure you Hopefully. enjoy it. <laughs> Hopefully. I'm sure you Hopefully. enjoy it. If you're if you're working if you're listening to this episode right now and you're working through an issue with Chris, say thanks. All right. <laughs> All right, Chris. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Matt. That's it for today's episode. If you could do one more thing for me today, share this episode on social media, your favorite Facebook group or Discord channel. Spread the word about this podcast. It really helps. If you haven't added Breakdown to your favorite podcast app, point your browser to gravityforms.com breakdown and click the icon of your app to add us and listen to us every two weeks. Okay, we'll see you in the next episode.